2: I hate that you just said that jesse <laughs> welcome into girls talk boys talk presented by jigsaw the preferred dating partner of the dallas cowboy apparently it's may the 4th and i'm gonna do my best to avoid all of the things star wars today because it's my lease between that and the it's gonna be may memes
3: oh hate it you have to do it though like somebody has to do it
2: <laughs> hate it <laughs> i'm a hater i hate those but regardless girls talk boys talk ailey sutton jess Navarrez, and aisha morrison with you uh, we've got a lot to talk about ladies it feels like it's been a hundred million days since we've had a chance to talk because so much has happened obviously we had the draft wrapped up last week we'll get into that in a little bit uh, the players are out on the field voluntary workouts are underway so a lot of the guys are here in the building getting ready for training camp which will be here before you know it they already have a countdown in the uh, cafeteria for us which is a little bit insulting because we want to enjoy our off season but that's okay. What off season? What off season? There you There's go. What countdown. is that? There is a countdown. We'll
3: a <laughs> countdown.
2: <But laughs> before we get to training camp let's talk about last night uh Still running a little bit on fumes after wrapping up that home run derby over at Writers Field. But I got to say, it was so fun to be just involved in the production and getting to see the players, you know, kind of in their element. Uh, Some of them were very good at baseball. (laughs) Some of them could use some practice at the batting cages. Uh, But listen, they raised over $100,000 for various charities uh, around the country, the bulk of that going to the Salvation Army, but still just a really incredible night uh, to get to see the guys out, have some fun. Uh, our first opportunity to get to chat with Brandon Cooks and Stefan Gilmore. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a lot of fun things happening there. Uh, Jess, I kind of want to pivot over to you a little bit because you were working double time between being <laughs> on the field and then running into the dugout and talking to the players. So I just want to go to you uh, first. What stood out to you about those conversations? I know there were several guys over there. Dax spoke, uh, mm-hmm. Micah Parsons, CD Lamb. Of course, like I said, we heard from Brandon and Stefan.
3: But uh, what stood out to you in those conversations? First of all, I have to give you your kudos for being <laughs> the greatest MC. I mean, Haley kept her energy up the entire time. <laughs> and it's funny because I was listening back to the audio to have notes to take. And I, like, at some point, I kind of veered away from listening to some of the guys because I was listening to oh, you, MC. Oh, and I was no. like, my girl just keeps the energy. She was amazing. And and, and all the kudos to you, because that crowd was, they stayed hyped. Yeah. Let me say, that was a great crowd of people Thank out there. Thank you. Yeah,
2: that was my first time really doing anything like that. So uh, I hope I did just fine. You Maybe. did amazing. We'll see you next year if they call me back.
3: <laughs> you did amazing. <laughs> and uh, you know what? Use me as a reference. I'll, I'll hype you up anytime. But uh, no, you know, we got to talk to a lot of the guys. And it's really cool to see the guys in this kind of setting, because, you know, we're used to talking to them Pre-game, post-game, kind of when the pressure is just really high on them to be perfect. And this, in this element, they're there for charity, and they're there seeing the adoring fans and the yeah. kids. And I mean, there was like a group of kids over there by the dugout. They loved was, Micah. They were all about Micah. The, one was <laughs> about Layton a lot. He was like Layton Man, Rash, and we're trying to interview him. And Layton kept kind of like stopping and looking. But um, no, we got a lot of really good takeaways out of this. And somebody that I really wanted to talk to post-draft was jake ferguson and not just post-draft but also post dalton schultz you know and all the speculation of who's tied in one now how does that work and, and Jake has paid his dues. So I was so excited to talk to him. He talked about how this is a room full of Big Ten guys now and uh, that mm. this is a, a good tight end room because Big Ten tight ends are the best, in his opinion, and, and they're, re- uh, they're reliable, which is something you need within a tight end. He talked about how the strength within that tight end room is really that every guy can be themselves, and they bring a different element that makes it a stronger unit as a whole. He said that he worked on maturing this offseason, whether that was his footwork, whether that was just him personally, in personal growth, which we love to hear personal growth as far as uh, just being a human in general. And um, that he his goal is to just perfect those things. Um, also talking about that second year jump, that's that's a big term we really use around this building. And he said, being a locker room leader, that oh. is what I want to do. I want to take that big jump to be that guy because I asked him, look, with Dalton Schultz, we always hear that um, that tight end run would look at him as a big brother. And I said, how do you step into that big brother role, essentially, because that's what you have. And he said, you know, we're the four horsemen, we're just adding another guy. So I'm excited to hear even more of what that tight end room has to say, but I love talking to him. Uh, Brandon Cooks, he was so excited to be there. And it was just really cool to see him. Um, I asked him, what is it like for you to see Cowboys Nation as a whole right now? And he was like, it's a testament to the city and the fans in it, because those fans were, they were doing their due diligence. They were they were really hype. Um, he talked about C.D. He said he's always been a playmaker since he entered the league, and now I just get to work with him. Um, he said that he personally brings a dynamic aspect to this offense, which we know, we've studied, we've talked about. But something that really stood out to me in general, and this was echoed not just with him, but C.D. mentioned it and Dak mentioned it, is something he brings, is something he actually used from, or learned, I should say, from Drew Brees, which is how to take care of your body outside of football, wow. eating right, staying healthy, and he echoed, I want to teach those young guys how to do that so their career can really stay you know, healthy long-term. And he said, that's why I'm able to be so productive and have all that ball behind me, because I take care and I invest in my body. Um, Dak even echoed this. Dak said just seeing what he can do outside of just football and how he takes care of himself. Seedy mentioned it, so I thought that was a really cool aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, as for Safan Gilmore, he talked about, Dan lets players play their game, and yeah. I loved this. I loved that he was giving his flowers to Dan Quinn, um and you know, there was some health concerns that he was questioned about, and he said, "This is the best I've felt in two to three years, So <laughs> I'm ready to play. um all the guys just they they look so refreshed and so excited to get back on the field. So, um, I mean, I could go on and on about this, but basically, long story short, your Dallas Cowboys are ready to go. They're in yeah. lock they they look great, they sound great. And you can just feel the excitement. They like each other.
4: Yeah. Oh, they like each other. Amazing. Like, I mean, I'm glad that you mentioned uh, Stefan talking about Dan Quinn and that Dan lets you play your game. Uh, one thing about Brandon Cooks also too, it, people were talking about just how excited, you guys even mentioned just how excited he seems. And I'm like yeah, y'all, like he definitely feels wanted here. He definitely feels comfortable here. Mm-hmm. He, and the the uh, point that you made about his body just and just the way he takes care of it and how he's kind of modeling to the other guys. It's such an important element of the game. Yeah. And I that's something I hadn't even thought about is that he could teach those guys how to have longevity because sometimes when we think about Brandon Cooks it feels like he's been in the league so long but he really hasn't yeah (laughs) Yeah. he just uh, yeah so I mean he stays looking young 29 this year if I'm not mistaken and so you you seem it feels like his tenure has been so long Mm. but it hasn't been that long he's just taking care of his body and been productive everywhere he goes so thank you for bringing up that point
3: girl drinking out of the fountain of youth I mean (laughs) I know I want to ask him I'm like wait no what are your pointers (laughs) like (laughs) I want to know what's your skincare routine (laughs) let's go down all of it what do you eat are you exfoliating regularly can we get a tiktok video get ready with me
2: get ready with me for the home run derby
3: What if he does that? Y'all maybe need to oh, talk to the media team. No, really? <laughs> Can you do something like that? Because I'm dying we'll to know. He I, make great.
2: No, I make no promises, <laughs> but it's definitely something that I would be interested uh, in, in working with. So Brandon Cooks, he's probably not listening because I assume he's out on that practice field uh, working out. But yeah, we'll see if we can get Brandon Cooks skincare, health care. Uh, if it involves crystals though, we might have to pivot mm. because we can't do the crystals. <laughs> While we're sitting here, ladies, it's Girl, interesting. You'll have to drop that. Oh my it, goodness. If you know it's, you know it's interesting because i'm looking at our uh, one of our television screens that we have in here and uh good morning football mm-hmm. is on nfl network and they're ranking uh nfc quarterbacks yeah. i believe i saw it briefly i was looking for dak i believe jalen hurts was the only quarterback that he had up in the top tier as his number one uh rankings but then there we go yeah jalen hurts and then dak prescott is in the second tier next to kirk cousins and matthew stafford Okay. Well, I don't. Okay. <laughs> and I just, since we all, we all okay. had that same issue, and again, getting to yeah. hear from Dak yesterday, uh, what are our thoughts on, on yeah. Dak Prescott being ranked second, but with Matt Stafford and Kirk Cousins? It's just
4: relevancy. Yeah. It's relevancy of yep. the fact that Jalen Hurts just went to a Super Bowl. Like mm. Because when you look at the quarterback position and how it's a progressive position for most guys, it's not something that happens overnight. Jalen Hurts improved so much last year. But he's still a work in progress. Sure. And to put him over a quarterback that's been doing this for as long as Dak has, has the records that Dak has, it's insult- It's insulting at this point. And I said it yesterday on Twitter is that I'm at a point to where it's – I just don't even acknowledge it anymore. It's yeah. it, You can't prove to people that Dak Prescott is a good quarterback. There's enough evidence to see it. But Jalen did just go to a Super Bowl, so woo-woo.
3: <laughs> we did hear from Dak yesterday, too, and he talked about how right now the – The plan of action is making the new plays that are going into this new Mike McCarthy run offensive scheme and um, really learning them and perfecting them. That's kind of where they're at right now. Um, He did talk about, obviously, adding Brandon Cooks. And uh, I'm not going to repeat word for word what he (laughs) said uh, because it does not involve a nice word. but. Let's just say he was excited. He he said, you know, somebody asked him, um, "How can can Brandon Cooks help you?" And he said, "Cuss word, yes." And uh, you <laughs> cuss know. word, yes. yes. <laughs> he was really adamant about what a, what a help he is. And then again, he echoed that he takes care of his body and he's teaching everybody that. Um, and then CD talked, and what I loved about this too was that CD talked about, you know, everyone's talking about veteran leadership from from Brandon Cooks what are you picking his brain about? And he said, I've picked every guy's brain that has come ahead of me since I got into this league. Um, so I loved that. But Dak overall, I mean, yeah, we're not even going to pay attention to that. Yeah, he got to be excited, though, Dak.
4: We were talking about on the draft show yesterday. is that the team speed on the offensive side of the ball is changing like a player like brandon cooks you bring in a deuce vaughn Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like it's starting to feel different on that side of the ball um as far as how fast they want to play and some of the things they want to do and that's something i feel like the cowboys have lacked for a while is like speedy guys that can change even tony like change of pace guys who can really come in and you see them jump off the screen that's something i'm excited about also so i know he's excited to have Re- slot receivers, because he yep. has not had a true slot since Cole Beasley. And mm-hmm. we saw how well he performed when he had a true slot receiver. So, yep
2: yeah we'll see it'll be interesting I know Dak is out there working he's been working all summer with a lot of these new guys and that to me is the most exciting part is just knowing you know we've never questioned his commitment to what it takes to be successful every year uh, but just the dedication that he's taken late in this in his career in uh you know mentoring the young kids bringing them along making them feel welcome so that when they show up for rookie training camp or when they show up for you know OTAs and training camp coming up this summer they won't feel like it's such a new thing they feel comfortable and They feel comfortable because they're doing it with QB1. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that's something that's really impressed me throughout this offseason. You you teased draft talk a little bit. So let's go ahead and take our first break here. When we come back, there's a lot to dive in with this draft class. I'm excited. I know you ladies are excited for our new faces coming in. Uh, We'll get into that on the other side of the break here on Girls Talk, Boys Talk.
5: Six two six six. That's 844-326-6266, or go to MyBariatricSolutions.com.
1: Dear past, present, and future football watchers, you know why we're here. The football season is back! Woo! And since that's too amazing to miss a single second's worth, Pepsi is officially giving you permission to always put football first. Like, maybe those in-laws are back in town. Well, better hope they're football fans because your Sunday is completely booked. <laughs> long story short crack open a pepsi and don't let anything get between you and your football watching with love pepsi made for football watching Ah, that's what i like hi i'm danny mccray dallas cowboys alumni player here with smoothie king and smoothie king wants to ask you what's that sound that's the sound of you and everyone else absolutely loving new smoothie bowls from smoothie king and woo, me too These smoothie bowls start with acai and Pattaya, and are handcrafted with fresh toppings like sliced bananas, sweet berries, crunchy purely Elizabeth granola, and a savory peanut butter drizzle. New smoothie bowls, only at Smoothie King, the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys.
0: Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help.
2: Talk, Boys Talk, presented by Jigsaw, the preferred dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. We're going to talk about the draft, but first, Jess has some good information that if you are a taco lover, you're going to want to hear this.
3: Well, you can head over to the Miller Lighthouse at AT&T Stadium for the Dallas Cowboys Tacos and Tunes Festival presented by Miller Light. On Saturday, mark your calendars, May 13th, from 2 to 7 p.m. Enjoy a variety of tacos and food truck options while you sip on cold drinks and listen to live music. Admission and parking for Dallas Cowboys Tacos and Tunes Festival is... Is free. So visit atntstadium. stadium.com slash tacos and tunes for more info. We will see you there. You know, I'm off. two of my tacos favorite things. Tunes. You know, tacos I'm so greedy. Tunes.
4: I'm so greedy because so, out of so all good. the reads you've done, probably this whole season, that's the one you like it. Baby. It Them tacos get your that's attention. The, the world so tacos
3: just like. Well, let's see. May thirteenth. Mark your calendar. Right now,
2: May thirteenth, and that is a good day because it's also. The second day of rookie mini camp. That was oh, oh, gonna be good lit.
3: transition. That was good. Our-
2: New rookies will be making their way in the building next week. Next week's going to be crazy, crazy town yeah. at the Star in Frisco. A lot of crazy things happening. Uh, we've got schedule release. I know our creative team is working so hard to have a uh, really cool uh, schedule release video. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, we've also got the American Country Music Awards happening on the red that. carpet. Uh, <laughs> so that will be uh, fun, too. Garth I'm Dolly. Excited. I'm excited for that as well. I'm not a big country yeah. music person, but they asked me to be on the red carpet. I'm not sure uh. why. Uh, do it, okay. So I am super excited Yay. for that as well. Push through. Uh, so I we'll know. have to we'll have to do some some study I got you. sessions because I got you. I'm gonna
3: need like flashcards. I got you. I know to, always <laughs> You'll You'll know, know the I, words. Don't I mean, know who these people are. I'll be what like, they look like? This is Garth Brooks. <laughs> big deal. Very big deal. This is Dolly Parton. Also very big deal. I'm just. <laughs> I got you. Bow, 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 bow. <laughs> That's what
4: I think about. You the know guitars. what's really
3: cool actually is so there's murals in at the star right now of Garth and Dolly, and I always joke around that Garth Brooks is the reason that I got my first TV job because that's at his interview, that's where I had actually met um, the people that got me the internship, and so I'm like, "Oh, full circle! Garth's out front, and uh, here he is again." And so I always love just giving Garth the credit where credit is due. Thank you, Garth, for my career. Hey, hey, <laughs> give me a give me a Garth Brooks song. uh Friends in low places. I'm sure oh, you know heard that, that one. Yes, I know that have one. That, friends. <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, next low week if y'all places. see me walking around in cowboy
2: boots, mind your business. I'm I love just, it. I'm just getting in character. <laughs> uh, so obviously, like I said, we have a lot. Uh, going on that day. And then that day is also the day that our rookies will report to the star and then they get underway with their first official workouts as professional athletes on Friday. We will have a lot of media availability with them, but I kind of just want to start off the top and we'll work our way down. Uh, Mozzie Smith, pick number one off the board, was a little bit of a curveball to a lot of people. Uh, there was so much talk about the Cowboys taking a tight end or trading up to get a running back. And then in perfect Cowboys fashion. Mm-hmm. They go completely into left field, and and they're like, give me a D-tackle, baby. Give me a big boy. <laughs> yeah. uh, but you know what, I I got I spent the day with Mozzie when we picked him up from the mm-hmm. airport, uh, and I basically just hung out with him for the day, rode the bus with him over uh, to the star, and walked around with him and his mom. Uh, and I gotta be honest, guys, I did not know what to expect when it came to Mazi, we know the physical attributes that he brings to the table he's physical he's tough he's strong we've Look seen the go. videos uh but to me the thing that stood out and this is how i know he's already going to fit in with this group uh his personality guys is he is one of the best people i've met and that's like football player aside Uh, He describes himself as a jokester, uh, but he's not a prankster. There's a difference. So he doesn't pull pranks, but he likes to be funny. He (laughs) likes to be a jokester. Uh, He's most excited to work out with Osa, Odigizua, and learn from Osa, which I don't think you can pick a better guy in the locker room from that perspective, besides a Jonathan Hankins uh, to learn from. But uh, the number one thing that stood out to me about Mozzie is his humility. And we describe a lot of these players as humble, right? Uh, But there's a difference, I think, between... You know, saying that you're humble and not saying that you're humble, but people can recognize that. And one of my favorite moments with Mozzie last week was during his official welcoming press conference. Uh, Somebody asked him about what it meant to play for the Cowboys or how excited he was. And, uh, you know, he talked about, I'm excited. I'm honored to be here. And then he turned. And looked at Mike McCarthy, and he said, thank you for this opportunity. I won't let you down. Oh, my heart. And it's just, it, it's the little things with these guys, right? Because we, we break them down so much as players. We analyze, you know, how, how their hand gripped is when they're trying to take down a tackle. You know, we analyze their footwork or how their lateral ability. But to have the gratitude right off the top, this is a, what, 22, 23-year-old kid. Mm-hmm to look your coach in the eyes and say thank you for letting me be here. I mean it was just incredible. I'm excited for him just to get into the into the locker room, get to work. Uh this is a strong boy. Yeah. He's a strong boy. <laughs> yeah.
4: Yeah, no, I I also wanted to say Thank you to you for the, the work that you did. Yes. I think it's important. No, you guys are killing me. No, too. no, no. Like, <laughs> not, like, not even trying to be. It was we, amazing. We talk about it so much yeah. on this show, and it doesn't get highlighted a whole bunch. Because, I mean, like I said, on the draft show, like you just mentioned, like we're talking about the X's and O's and all that stuff. But that part of it is so important. And, mm-hmm. I, and I feel like Mike McCarthy, since he's been here, so many of the guys that they draft our high character. I think yeah. somebody described Mozzie as Tyler, but offense,
2: but defense. I, I described him More as like Sam, Sam Williams. Sam. Yes. Sam's personality. I can mm-hmm. see where the Tyler type. Smith mm-hmm. comes from, uh, but I think he, personality-wise, uh, Sam's uh, Sam Smith, uh, <laughs> Sam Williams uh, to a T, just maybe like a sc- <clears throat> scooch more mature. But uh, I love Sam. I love Sam. Yeah. Sam's a little bit more goofy, He's a little funny. bit more aloof. Uh Mozzie has that same kind of personality, just like a hair yeah. more yeah. Put
3: and together. You know what was interesting is so obviously Mozzie was part of the 30 visits for the Cowboys and Mike talked about how during that visits you're not just look or during those visits I should say, oh my goodness. Good morning. Mm-hmm. Um during those visits, you're not really just looking at football. You're looking at character traits, personality everything within the scope that makes a good player both on and off the field and so what I like is that Mike really does emphasize hey we want good guys that are productive on the field but good guys that outside of this locker room when you're not here i know you're going to be a good guy and you're going to do the right thing so even just how mazi was talking about his mom i loved in, his mom. in the post conference the post draft 12 out of 10 she, yeah it was so sweet watching her reaction i was watching her most of the time i was like oh it's so sweet but uh he said he wants to show his mom Things bigger than she thought she could ever experience mm-hmm. and that wanted to expose her to things oh she'd never goodness. been exposed for so and there was
2: so yeah there was so many players in this year's draft i go yeah. back to quentin jackson uh, or quentin johnston yes. rather at a tcu on uh, his draft party that was the first thing he said about his mom he said hey mom you're putting in your two weeks you're retired, <laughs> you're retired now that's so, so sweet. sweet but you i i oh, I,
4: I, I wanted to say that i was glad that you were one of the people, one of the first people, like when I mm-hmm. saw that you went to pick him up in like the airport, I was lit because I was excited because I know that you understood. I think that it means something for our media and whoever to make these guys feel comfortable to talk. And he seemed like he was, he seemed like he was so comfortable talking to y'all. And I th- like I said, I felt like it was important watching your interviews and stuff that. That you, f- I felt like you made that spot comfortable for them yeah. to be open, and that's important to what we do. So I wanted to say yeah, thanks because we thank learned a guys. lot about him that you don't you don't know if yeah. they were gonna be if he was gonna be open like that. Yeah. But also too, you mentioned the thirty visits. Cowboys, the Cowboys use these thirty visits to make some decisions. Yeah, and it sounds mm-hmm. like and Mike they were Jerry sure. Talked about that. right? Yeah. It sounds like they were sure about Mozzie a long time ago, and we were in denial because it's been so long since you've seen them take a DT. We talked about it, though. It was too hard to ignore how good this defense was when Jonathan Hankins was in. And if you didn't need any more evidence, like you got to see, you saw the drastic difference in numbers, almost a yard difference in the run game when he was out there. Yeah. Let's go ahead and emphasize DT Mm -hmm. and see how much better this defense gets. And they did that attitude, personality, all of that. Mozzie's a hard worker, too, like you said, Jess. And you're not going to have to tell him to get out there and work, you're not going to have to tell him to be on time. And everything, and that, again, I feel like that's something they're really looking for in the gentleman they're bringing in here.
3: And I think something that is comparable to Tyler Smith and, and making that comparison is they're both coachable guys. Very they want coachable. to be coached. They want to get better. They want to grow. And something that Micah actually pointed out last night that I thought was a really interesting point that Cowboys Nation really hasn't thought about is – um, he mentioned the loss of Carlos Watkins this yeah. offseason and he said Mozzie really helps fill that gap because that was a big loss essentially yes. his my words like paraphrasing his but sure. Micah also said you know just losing Carlos was big so having Mozzie uh, a young guy coming in like this he said a big boulder coming in like this is really helpful <laughs> Michael boulder Micah funny Micah was a really boulder. competitive last Michael night won't, let me just say
4: Michael will his life to be easier
3: <laughs> he is yeah. all
4: for DT but I'm so glad you mentioned the loss of Carlos Watkins because you described Mozzie as a as a jokester is that what you said yeah that's how not he a described that's, not a prankster that's he's a, not gonna
2: pull pranks but he is a jokester the <laughs>
4: replacement Carlos Watkins was the same way he's a jokester himself yep. so the replacement that's funny that's funny that you mentioned that but he yeah. the play from Carlos Watkins that you got was so underrated it was yeah. so, so underratedly underrated. yep. good yep. and you felt the difference of when he wasn't there I Mozzie Mozzie as a pick I was totally okay with because I was like oh Y'all ain't playing about getting ran on no more. Y'all are not
2: playing. Yeah, and I love that you bring that up, too, because that was such a talking point at the draft. We had the opportunity in Kansas City to talk to so many of these insiders who've been covering this like from the jump, you know what I mean? And the number one thing that everybody said is, if you're not going to trade up to get – a Bijan Robinson or a Jameer Gibbs, then you need to address the run defense. And mm-hmm. I know it wasn't probably like the sexiest pick off the top because there was so much conversation, like I said, about taking a tight end or taking a running back or shoot, like even looking at what wide receivers were available yeah. at the time. Uh, but all of the guys I talked to, Charles Davis, uh, Dar- Daniel Jeremiah, Joel Klatt, all of those guys said, you need to shore up your run defense because. That was that was where you lacked. You can't have an elite defense if you're allowing these guys to run on you. So uh, I love the pick. I love also the addition of uh, Luke Schoonmaker. I know that there's like Schoon. some Schoon. there's some uh, what's the word before conflicting views on the pick. But what a lot of people aren't taking into account is that when you lost Ezekiel Elliott, you weren't just losing a running back. Say it. You're girl. losing a big part of your pass protection. You're losing a big blocker. It, that was one of the things that he was strong at. And mm-hmm. and guess what, Luke is really good at? Yeah. Tell us, Aisha. Yeah, absolutely.
4: Ooh, tell, us like, what he, tell us what he's good at. Like he's,
2: he's,
4: he's good at blocking, my friends. And not only is he good at blocking, he's good at blocking all across the line. Like he can yeah. do it all. And that was something that seemed very important after talking to the tight ends coach. After Luna Wells actually came in and sat and talked with us, it was uh, on the draft show, sorry. It was important that. Luke is almost like a plug-and-play player because oh, yeah. at the level that he's playing, he was playing in a pro-level offense, and the mm-hmm. things they were asking of him mm-hmm. as a tight end were pro-level. So it's going to be easier to plug-and-play him. But I also feel like Luke, in this draft in itself, especially with Luke, kind of shows you some of what Mike McCarthy wants to do yeah. in this offense. And it may look, again, it may look different than what we've seen before, but Lunda mentioned the. Uh, 12 13 personnel. Some of the stuff we loved last year. This allows them to continue to do that. But this tight end room is so versatile, Mm -hmm. so versatile. You got guys that can do some of everything. Some guys that do things very well. And if you want to run the ball, you can get behind Luke Schoonmaker If you want to, if you want to run the ball and you want to, if you want Jay Ferguson to kind of slip out, you know, as he's running the ball to do some Travis Kelsey type stuff, he can do that. Peyton Hendershot through the seams. Like Mm -hmm. there's a lot. McCune. Oh, actually. um, I think uh, Patrick posted uh, his little interview with Luke, and he a- he actually mentioned Sean McHugh being one of his mentors, being yeah. someone. Yeah, they're both speaks- Michigan guys. They're both Michigan guys, and he learned a lot from him. So there's some com- camaraderie in this room. Luke is a he's a good addition to the room. I know a lot of people were concerned because they felt like the Cowboys took him earlier. But one thing you'll learn about the draft is that when um, you're picking at the end of the round, you're at the mercy of everyone else, yep. and it was very nerve wracking for them to think to think that maybe someone might take them, take Luke Schoonmaker, and like I said, this guy is a he's done pro level stuff, so I think we would be remiss to think that other teams weren't interested in him being a plug and play tight end yep. for them as well. So, uh, yeah, I think a lot of him, his his addition is. What Mike McCarthy wants to do with this offense and I'm excited and and shoddy shoddy shoddy
3: shoddy <laughs> and not only that too but you talk about a guy that the Cowboys weren't able to retain this offseason Dalton Schultz absolutely and that that was a big loss for the Cowboys offense especially when you talk about just the camaraderie within the tight end room in itself but I was curious I was like what how can we compare the two their size they're actually the same height both at six five Luke weighs a little bit more at 249 and then Dalton was at 244 they just it's interesting when I see people talking on Twitter they're like oh he's a bigger guy than Dalton no they're actually the same height the thing is is that he's he stretches out more I I think of like Elastigirl from from the Incredibles like that's what I see when I I'm watching film of Luke and what is an issue that we talked about last season not just with the tight ends but even receivers on the offense uh no separation guess what Luke is good at he creates separation guys I'm I'm so excited for this. Y'all know I wanted a tight end in this draft. You we did. got one. Um it wasn't who I was expecting, but it it was one of those things that it's even better than I was expecting because he fits the mold of this tight end room so well. The way uh just his body shape, his skills, the agility, plug and play type player like you said, Aisha.
4: Also the we just like we mentioned the the personality. Yeah. You listen to School and talk, he's he's talking about the team and wanting to be better and and just really being you know, a he's a very hard worker. His character checks out. Um, so I think that's important as well moving forward for the tight end room ladies, to have a hard worker, another hard worker in there to, you know to fill the room
2: yeah they're just a bunch of clowns they all of a mess. <laughs> they're a mess uh shout out to jake though uh he crushed the home run derby i was a yes, little he did. there was a part of me yesterday that was like just this much sad when he didn't win the home run <laughs> derby because i'm telling you the first i mean on the mic you know you're trying to fill the time you're trying to figure out things to say jake batted so long in the first round <laughs> that we ran out of stuff to talk about i, I mean like i literally he cranked yeah. out like 19 oh who's that good home runs i he like good. he made contact after contact after contact cuz the way it works is you know like you get eight outs and out is anything that's not a home run mm. and so as long as you are making contact and you're getting the ball over the little white fence that they put up to count for a home run, you can keep batting. So that first round, I want to say Jake was batting in the first round for, like, five minutes straight, just <laughs> cranking him out of the park and did the same thing in the second. But what I liked about Layton's
3: approach oh, is that he started
2: yeah. a little shaky. He was the returning champion, so he had a lot of pressure on his shoulders, Took a second to get built up, yep. but then in that third round, he crushed it. He's yep. so. so fake. He's so fake. I, I seen him last because he, because
4: LVE, he come in so smooth. Like, oh, what's up, guys? it's like, yeah, Like his, yeah, what's yeah. Up?
3: Like, his yeah. walk-up
2: song was "All I Do Is Win." So.
3: Oh, never. and it was so funny during his interviews. Like, I'll pick it up. Don't worry. And, and, <laughs> and then he did. He, and then did. Then and he, did. he did. It was. It was good. He he was somebody else. I really enjoyed talking to yesterday. Um Leighton. We didn't see a lot of him in the locker room last season, so the interaction before that was very limited. But um, yesterday, I got to talk to him a little bit more, which was just really cool to to do in general. But what I loved him talking about, he's like, I felt like this was already a young team last season, but now it's even younger, and I'm the older guy, so <laughs> it's a little weird. He talked about how Mozzie is huge up front, and um, something that I talked about last season with him a lot was he's a Dan Quinn guy. You're getting Dan Quinn guy who talked about since day one I met Dan Quinn, I was all in, just took one interaction with him. I asked him, I said, what is it like for you to see the team that Dan has built around really his coach, his coaching culture, just in the last three years alone? He said, for the fact that Dan chose to stay and not take a, a head coaching job because he cares about our team and knows what we're capable of, should say enough, that that's everything to us. And so, um, you know, it makes them want to play harder knowing that Dan had that opportunity and he's still here
4: so yeah, they definitely play for him DQ love that. did you ask ask him about demario and overshone well, well, he
3: said that he's just very excited to see what overshone can do mm-hmm. uh, just in general um and and he said that his message to the younger guys now that he's the older guys like it's really weird um is to enjoy the moment because it goes fast so let's, good let's, advice let's get
2: into Demario and overshone when we get into the blah 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 words today <laughs> uh, we're going to take a break is what I'm trying to say and when we come back we will talk about Damarby and overshone and we will talk about the story of the draft next on Girls Talk Boys Talk
0: At Jigsaw Dating we obviously want the Cowboys to bring that sixth ring home but to be honest we're more focused on finding the person who will put a ring on your finger that's why we created a dating app that reveals your face through meaningful conversation so you can date deeper because it's personality that matters the most, not looks. Join Jigsaw Dating today, dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys.
1: Dear past, present, and future football watchers, you know why we're here. The football season is back! And since that's too amazing to miss a single second's worth, Pepsi is officially giving you permission to always put football first. Like, maybe those in-laws are back in town. Well, better hope they're football fans because your Sunday is completely booked. Long story short, crack open a Pepsi and don't let anything get between you and your football watching. With love, Pepsi, made for football watching.
5: 6266. That's 844 326 or go to MyBariatricSolutions.com.
1: I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Blockchain.com is one of the most trusted ways to buy, sell, and trade crypto. Whether you're always on the go or stay closer to home, Blockchain.com is just a few taps away. Put the power of crypto in your pocket so no matter where you are, you can trade on your terms and build a crypto portfolio to fit your life. For crypto pros, rookies, and anyone in between, Blockchain.com makes it easy to own a piece of the future. Blockchain.com, trusted by millions, trusted by America's team. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them.
2: minutes here on Girls Talk, Boys Talk, presented by Jigsaw. We told you about tacos and tunes and now we're going to tell you about Some other fun opportunities for Cowboys Nation.
3: Yeah. Register now for the 2023 Dallas Cowboys Youth Camps presented. Good morning. uh, By Invisalign. Athletes ages 6 to 16 are invited to learn from the best this summer at AT AT&T Stadium or the Ford Center at the Start in Frisco. Football camps are led by former NFL players, and dance camps are taught by current Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders. Here we go. Save $25. You know I love that. When you sign up for camp by May 12th, visit dallascowboys.com slash camps for more info. That's I get love your, saving some money.
2: Get your tacos, get your tunes, and then get your kid into camp so you can enjoy your tacos <gasps> and tunes.
3: That's genius. <laughs> Haley, you're a genius. That was amazing. Drop them keys out. <laughs> drop them off. Drop, drop them off them. and then go enjoy your tacos and tunes. Well, I ain't got no keys. <laughs> <laughs> we have dogs. the same thing. We so
2: We left off in the second block talking about our draft picks, and obviously one of the guys I'm super excited to have on this team uh, is none other than DeMarvian Overshone out of Texas. This is a guy that we kept up with since the season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. bowl uh, he told us at the senior bowl that he didn't have a dream team that he, he didn't grow up supporting a team but that was lies because he posted <laughs> on his instagram when yep. he was in third grade and he was gonna grow up to play for the dallas yeah. cowboys so demarby overshone i'm calling you out a little bit but it's okay you made it come to fruition i thought that that was interesting too and matt owen actually pointed this out on twitter when he when uh, uh overshone Tweeted the picture. I know that it said like third because he was in third grade. Yeah. But how ironic that he was our third round draft Aww. pick too. So you want to talk about the That's stars so aligning? Cute. I mean, the cowboy um, hat too. I know he. Yeah. I know he played
4: for Texas, but the cowboy yeah. hat yeah, really set it off. He's from
2: the country. Yeah. He's from ARP. ARP, ma'am. A R P. ARP. ARP. Like just A-A-R-P? outside of Tyler, Texas. <laughs> Not aARP <laughs> A-R-P. ARP. 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 Wow i've never
4: Texas.
3: heard i'll look at up.
4: i'm gonna look at it
3: he's like that's the kind of story you love though like that is what makes the draft the draft is when you have a guy that he was manifesting this since the third grade guys this was in his yearbook <laughs> signed sealed delivered he said this is the team i love that and, and that hit my my heart personally just the, oh i love that but um talking about his post draft call his conference call what i really liked about it is that um this this quote went everywhere but he said that dan quinn says he has a job to play everywhere and anywhere so you again theme of this draft versatility you have another versatile guy in your defensive scheme for dan quinn to have just basically throw him where he needs to go i'm excited yeah i'm so excited he's a converted safety so he's got some safety
2: playability, but also he can play that linebacker role really well. Uh, Aisha, I want to default to you on this because he's got some strengths and he's got some weaknesses. I imagine they are looking to start him off in special teams, mm-hmm. uh, especially given some of the guys who have left uh, to fill some roles there. Uh, but when you look at his abilities and what he brings to the table, where can we expect him to shine? And where are mm-hmm. some areas that you think maybe coming into rookie camp and going into OTAs where he can develop so he can start competing for some of those uh, game snaps in no, the season? Absolutely. There's, it's important Because
4: I feel like, especially with what we've learned about Micah going to DN full time, this, the, some of this, I'll say ambiguity of just how Dan Quinn can use these different guys as rushers, drop them in covers. Like, offenses might not know who's coming from where and what they're doing and that's something that's important but DeMarion he mentioned the fact that Dan Quinn wants to play him all over and I believe that I believe that because of his ability he flies to the ball I'm kind of I've started to hear some of the comparisons like attitude-wise to Donovan Wilson yeah. and you can see yes. that yes you can see that but also too he has some J. Ron curse with the coverage ability and stuff, so you're getting a mix of those two guys. So a lot of it is tone setting, attitude, hitting, you know, really making people feel you. And but one thing that impresses me about Demarion is that one in college he was asked to do so much. It was a lot of coaching changes, mm-hmm. a lot of hey, we need you over here to fill in. So we're gonna, so we need you to play some linebacker. Hey, can you can you rush the passer a couple times because we we're not mm-hmm. getting much from our D. N. And it reminded me very much so of Micah. in a a sense of he's coachable like you said Jess and he's okay with playing everywhere some of the weaknesses that that you're going to see from him is that though is something that we worried about even with the Tyler Smith is like hey can what is this guy's position and what is he going to do Hmm. he needs specific roles carved out for him so he's not looking confused and covered sometimes because and there were times that you saw him on film in Texas is that he did not you could tell the processing wasn't there. You could tell he was not sure of what his assignment was. And that happens when you have players doing Mm -hmm. so much in different places. So for him, I think it's important that whatever his role is— rows are they're carved out early and he can perfect them and and that he has coaches that get behind him that believe in what he can do and he can do it every he can do it all he can fly all over the field you don't have to worry about him as much dropping in coverage too because we've seen offenses take advantage Mm -hmm. of our linebackers Mm -hmm. in coverage this is something that you may not see from him but if you're going to put on special teams yeah he can play but I think that this gentleman might have a chance to actually play some linebacker with Micah going to D in full time Mm.
2: Yeah, I love Love that. Uh, Last thing we'll talk about here, because there's there's so many things we can get into with this draft class, but I want to end it on such a high note. Um, I don't think that there was a dry eye in this building when uh, Deuce Vaughn's name was oh. called in that draft, and I want to give you guys kind of a, um, a behind-the-scenes look at what happened. So, obviously, with our draft show that Aisha is on, you guys are monitoring the feed. You're, you know, you're getting to see the war room aspect of it uh, from our perspective. We're upstairs. You know, we, we're all kind of listening. We're tuned in. We've got our computers. We've got the draft on. Um, Nick Eatman, who is our uh, manager, is kind of the the point guy between the war room and us. Uh so around the fifth round is when he first came in and said they were talking about deuce. So obviously we're all excited like that it's even conversation it's coming to fruition. Uh but when the sixth round rolled around and Nick sprinted into the room and said it's deuce. Mm everybody upstairs stood up we all clapped we were all so excited and then you see the video that's on your screen (laughs) right now of chris vaughn getting the opportunity to call his son and ask him to come to work i mean like it's even hard to talk about right now so uh really exciting stuff just from an emotional standpoint the cowboys hit it out of the ballpark with this draft pick Uh, i'm excited to get deuce in the building i talked to him at the combine and he was excited then i know he'll be excited when he comes in next week uh but emotions aside, Deuce Vaughn is a baller, like, yeah. and I know that there's always going to be questions about his size. I mean, Bryce Young is this in the same mm-hmm. situation where people are always going to count him out or tell him that he's not good enough because he's small. Deuce is the same way. He's about my height, so that's what you can expect with Deuce when you're walking in the building. Um, but he's a baller. The tape shows it, and not only does the tape show it, but in the press conference, the post draft press conference on Saturday when everybody was asking about Deuce. The coaching staff, the front office, could not have been more complimentary in the best way about the skill set that he brings to the table. And I'm serious, y'all. Don't be surprised if this guy is lining up in the backfield and yeah. making big plays. I mean, I think the, the natural place for him to start out is compete for reps as a returner with Kevontae Turpin. I think yep. that's going to be a great battle that we'll see in training camp. Uh, but I also think you combine him and Tony Pollard, a, pff, look at him go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, this kid, I think, is really going to be special. It makes it better when they're good guys. But from a football standpoint, this is a guy that Cowboys Nation should be juiced up about.
3: Deuce with the juice. <clears throat> period did you see how i lobbed you for that no i, I knew you were yeah. going so i was like thanks girl no you know what i really like too is talking about his size he when we were asking about it right after the draft he was like i see a disadvantage. i'm able to be successful with it because he said he creates moves laterally with it and what He's i slippery what i appreciate about it is not that he's an underdog in any way, but people look at him that way for the disadvantage with his size. Prove us, prove them wrong. Prove them wrong, Deuce. Come in with a chip on your shoulder. Prove them wrong and get you a starting position. Because what I envision, I'm just looking at my little cowboy's crystal ball, and I know you don't like crystals, but <laughs> crystal ball. <laughs>
2: crystal ball I can do. <laughs> crystals that you're use it around your head to make a decision on when you're Not gonna that.
3: retire i'm out oh, okay well just to clarify i'm out uh good <laughs> clarification what what i was worried about when uh noah brown left for the texans was who is your backup returner guy if if something knock on wood I don't know where there's some wood um, <laughs> happens to Cavante because really at that point, is it CD? Who would it be? I love that you have another special teams threat in here because it, it really makes guys have uh, less of or guys, other teams, less of an opportunity to study Cavante and, and stop him. So now you have two threats when you have that. And again, that, oh that competition during training camp. So excited for that, but you have that in the bag with Deuce. Great, but then you also talk about the loss of Ezekiel Elliott and how obviously that impacts your one-two punch is that even going to be schematically what you see from a Mike McCarthy run offense here um you don't know yet so for me Deuce gives you the versatility in multiple aspects and he just the story overall meant to be a Dallas Cowboy written in the stars
4: Yeah, you mentioned the the competition at returner, and and that's important. That's been important to Mike McCarthy since he's been here. That there's always competition in whatever position. Um, But also too, with Deuce, I'm excited about his ability to receive as a receiver.
5: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um,
4: As a running back, he's he's insane. But at the same, and he can run between the tackles too, y'all. Like, don't get it twisted. This guy is not. Not physical. Like there's instances where they use him to, you know, get short yardage situations, short yardage situations. But the receiving capability is what makes him such a threat to me in the slot, coming out the backfield, quick slip stuff where he's such a change of pace also mm-hmm. too, um, I believe that defenses are going to struggle. And one thing that I think is so awesome about Deuce, and he mentioned the fact that his size is something that he sees as an advantage. We talked about it on the show with the two, the two back set, the, the you know, uh, lightning and, and thunder. The difference that really, that what made it hard for defenses to tackle Tony after they had to deal with Zeke was the fact that they're different, like they're different. Mm-hmm. The way that you're positioning your body, preparing angles, all that stuff to tackle. Imagine with Deuce, you're going to tackle him, and most of the gentlemen that you're tackling are five inches taller. So it's, it's almost think, like you
2: have to, yeah. uh, yes, adjust. You have to so, absolutely, learn to. absolutely.
4: Yeah. And so it is t- to him. He's been playing this height. For almost his whole career, so he's learned how to beat people with that, and he's so quick. The decisions he makes on a dime to, to escape people is is different. There's some things that he does that are different, and I the explosiveness and the the speed that he brings to this this offense, I think is going to make a difference. You've been looking for speed yep. on this offense for a long time, there and you is. have multiple guys who have it now. He's he's I think he's going to be a good addition, and he's definitely going to piss off some defenses. He's going to piss them off because him running behind. Imagine him running behind Skoon.
2: Bye. Man. Last thing here before we go, your draft grade for the Cowboys. Mm. Just off rip. No, mm. no, don't yep. no think about it too much. Just what initial thoughts. I'm going to give them a B minus. Okay, B minus. I'm, I'm going with B minus. Yeah, I go B. Yeah. I go B.
4: B, 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 B. Uh, yeah, because B, B, B. I had to understand about this draft. They... They know. They know what they decided to do. Yeah. But everything that you look at, it makes sense. It makes sense for them. The player makes sense. You start looking at the film, it makes sense. It it just makes sense that that the gentleman that they brought in. Now some of the guys, like I got to get hit, girl. I got to get hip on some of these Jalen Brooks. I got to get hip yeah. on like on some of them. Yeah. But yeah. they know what they want and they know what they see. And after deron Blaine came in here <laughs> last year,
2: yeah, turned everybody
4: <laughs> let out. Let me just not bother.
5: Should y'all.
3: I do it? Should I do it? Should I do it? We, we are don't out is. of time Anything here on we Girls don't
5: Talk, need Boys it. Talk.
2: <laughs> We've got rookie minicamp coming up later next week. A lot to talk about as well with the Cowboys organization. That'll do it for us here on Girls Talk, Boys Talk. We'll get back with you next Thursday at 10.
0: This has been a production of
5: DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club.
1: How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!